Hello, and thank you for taking the time to listen to the third episode of Season 2, Sun Signs and Their Personalities, with Noah, that's me. This podcast is about sun signs and how they relate to our personalities. I would like to give a quick shout out to all who are listening to my podcast in the United States, India, Belgium, and Sweden. If I have not shouted out your country, I am sorry, but as soon as I see your country on the analytics, I will shout out your country. Today, I will be discussing Cancer Part 2, and the birth dates I will be discussing are July 1st to July 6th. So, let's get this episode started. July 1st, you are very emotional. But at the same time, you are a fighter. You will champion a cause until what is being done to hurt others has stopped. And the ones who are causing this hurt are brought to justice. Females born on July 1st have a hard time making up their minds on whether or not to be career-minded or be a mother. It might be very hard for them to be both because being a full-time mother requires a lot of hours and it is not light work. The same applies to getting your career started. Both of these choices are taxing. So I do understand why females born on July 1st struggle trying to make the right decision or try to have both at the same time. Good luck. As I mentioned before, you are a fighter. So Bringing things into the light for society and governments to change their ways of thinking about, let's say, women's rights is something that is right up your alley. Men born on July 1st are in tune with females as well. You do not have to yell and beat your head up against the wall to get them to understand being a female in a man's world is not easy. Those born on July 1st are in a real struggle with themselves. And it doesn't matter if they are female or male. The battle with staying connected to your family and the desires to have a career, oh boy. If you are successful in your career and you have a family with or without children, I bet you keep your assistant busy on his or her toes all day, every day, because you are a juggler. Who said you cannot be in two places at once? Those born on July 1st might have some tips on how one can do this. I think the best thing about you is that you never commit 100% to something or maybe someone. See, in your head, you always leave room if, for whatever reason, what you thought was good turns out to be bad or not what you thought it was, then you will abandon ship. And you know how to do this because you cannot put up with nonsense. When you are having good days, I hope they are very often, you will do whatever you can to help or serve others. And you do not mind giving as well. The thought of others being in need is enough for you to champion their cause and help them out. You are a giver. 
But when you are having bad days, it may take a while for you to come out of this isolation prison you have placed yourself into. When you are in this mood, I believe everyone around you can feel it. You can turn off the lights inside of you and be out of service for some time. I know what I am about to say may not be good common sense, but I have read that when those born on July 1st go into their out of service mood, one way for them to come out of this mood is to explore all of the intrusive thoughts, which can be dangerous if they get hooked on these thoughts or start acting out their intrusive thoughts. It is one thing to want to know why you're having these types of thoughts and seek out help. But once you start acting out these intrusive thoughts and taking on their negative behaviors, because how many of us can honestly say we only have one bad habit we need to get rid of? Usually if you have one bad habit, there are little sub bad habits that have come about because of the first bad habit. I do not think I need to go into this more. We all know how we humans are. Okay, so how does this help those born on July 1st to come out of this out of service mood? Well, being given a big unpleasant surprise that was caused by them acting out their intrusive thoughts or bad habits and with them being caught or almost losing something or someone dear to them or actually losing someone or something dear to them. This unpleasant surprise usually will make them turn off the out of service mood and make them open up and be in service again. But this time they are different. I hope they are different in a positive way because they could have changed in a negative way. Either way, they will be out of this out of service mood and be ready to interact with the world again. July 2nd are the knights in shiny armor or Princess Diana's in this world. You are always there for your family, friends, and even those who you have a good relationship with, but only have occasional contact with. If they need something or need your help with doing something, and it doesn't matter what it is, money or your time, you will happily give it to them because this is the way you are. There are two categories you could fall into. The first one is you could be the type of person who is locked up inside. You put on a show for everyone to see. Even the one who lives with you will have to pay attention and pry carefully because you can and will bite if they want to see the real you. The second type of person you could be is a lively and or energetic person. And you do not hold back or lock up any emotions. You let it all out. The biggest problem you have is to overcome hesitancy. It is a real handicap for you. It could hold you back if your uncertainties 
is super strong. Most of the time, you do not allow this hesitancy to disturb you in a way that could prevent you from accomplishing your goals. But for some of you, this has happened, sadly. This hesitancy is hard on you because you suffer in silence. There is something inside of you that does not want to trouble anyone with your aches and pains concerning your worries, doubts, concerns, and insecurities. I wish I could make you understand you are not alone. Everyone suffer from insecurities and worries. I think many would be very surprised to know you have a big imagination, but you do not often allow yourself to explore making your fantasies come true. Okay, some or maybe all of what you are imagining is out of this world, but you could make adjustments so they could come true if you wanted to invest the time in doing so. But you like assurances. So the chances are not so good you will allow what you have been imagining to leave your head. Also, you have daily reality stuff that needs to be done. It might prove to be a good thing for you if you could just get to know yourself a little bit more and understand that life is unpredictable. There are people who are preparing for the world to collapse. It is called survivalism, and I believe they call themselves preppers. You may not believe in their theology, but you and preppers do have something in common, and that is one should be prepared for anything to happen. Addressing anything with you can be a challenge. Your emotions are permanently set on high, which is very close to extreme, which is not good when someone wants to address a matter with you. This is why anyone living with you, working with you, or having some sort of daily contact with you needs to be calm and have thought out carefully what they are going to say to you, especially the ones who live with you. When you live with someone, it is normal to get on each other's nerves, but you cannot lash out at someone born on July 2nd. First of all, they do not know how to handle being wrong or having done something that has hurt you. So when you go to address something of a negative aspect, hmm, they will immediately think you and them are in conflict or clashing. It doesn't matter if it is something big or small. It also does not matter if you use nice tones while speaking or the nicest words you can find to express what they did or said that has hurt you. All they will understand is that we are having a very unpleasant conversation about something you think I did or said that hurt you. This could cause those born on July 2nd to end the conversation without admitting or saying sorry for what they did or said to hurt you. This is what I meant 
by you must get to know yourself better. No one on this planet is perfect. And sometimes we do hurt each other and take each other for granted along with other negative things. So when you say to yourself, I am in a head to head conversation situation or someone is claiming I did something wrong or hurtful to them or maybe being criticized, you need to take a deep breath and hear out whoever is talking and put your emotions in the freezer because they will not help you. You need your logic and understanding to help you get through this conversation that I know you do not want to have. And the one who is having this conversation with you, God help them because they will need an abundance of patience and understanding to deal with you. They just cannot bite into you like an apple. They will have to peel you like a banana slowly and carefully because you are just that sensitive. If you are an outgoing person, there is a chance others will not understand you all the time. So you will have to be prepared to explain yourself in another way and not take offense when others do not react in a way that you think they should. All I can say is misunderstandings can be a two-way street. So at least try to find out what went wrong when you say or do things heartfelt and the response was not so good. If you are more of a closed person, it will be up to you to control your highly sensitive feelings and stop being so quick to end the conversation and isolate yourself until you think this ugly matter has passed. You are a nice person to be around, but you have to find equilibrium with your emotions. July 3rd, The Watchers. You know this and catch all of the frailties, imperfections, and foolishness that lies inside of other people. This ability you have to see through other people and gain this insight into someone without them telling you. And let me just say, I believe most of us are not so willing to tell someone we just met our weaknesses. Heck. You might even know someone for many years and may have never shared your weaknesses with them, provided they have not figured out some or all of your weaknesses on their own. And that is it. Those born on June 3rd have some sort of radar that can detect someone's weaknesses quickly. Whereas the rest of us, hmm... We need lots of time to figure out someone's weaknesses. There are positives and negatives with your ability to sniff out other people's weaknesses. The positive, you are a little bit more open to forgiveness, provided what was done or said is something you see as tolerable or forgivable, which segues right into the negative. You are distrustful of others' sincerity or integrity. 
The reason why you think and feel this way may be because you know how sensitive you are and self-preservation is top on your list. On the outside, you look and behave like someone who is very conservative and you talk this way as well. So it might be hard to believe you are okay with the eccentric and perverse people of this world. And I do not mean you are in agreement with them, but for the sake of curiosity or research, you will not raise an eyebrow about their behavior or thoughts for the moment. If someone was to sit down and have a heart-to-heart -heart chat with you, I mean get inside of your head and ask you questions about a topic that is heavy or even a light topic, they would be amazed as to what will come out of your mouth. You seem to have a fundamental nature of knowledge in your head that is based on your reality and experiences and you do not have a problem with sharing what you know. The problem here is that those who you are talking with may not see you as someone credible, which is odd because you do not like bombastic, rambling, or immaterial talk. And for anyone or someone to put what you have said to them in any of the just mentioned categories will seriously hurt your feelings. You are so busy using your radar on each and every person you come in contact with that you may not have noticed you have some weaknesses and habits that are not liked by some. Let's just talk about one. Your radar can pick up on other people's weaknesses, but you want more. You want to know how these weaknesses have come into existence. God only knows what you have done to get this insider look into the how and why these weaknesses have come to be inside of other people. If only you could just feel what others feel when they give into their weaknesses. This may give the answer you so desperately seek. You know this is borderline creepy and most do not like this type of behavior. Would you like for someone to be sneaking around trying to see you in a private moment? I do not think you would like it. Here is a better question. Why are you wondering about the ins and outs of other people's weaknesses when you have your own weaknesses? You can explore those or have you already explored your weaknesses and have grown bored? Is this why you want to dissect other people's weaknesses? You need to walk carefully when dealing with other people's feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. There is a strong chance you might stumble across something that you can relate to. There is a line and I wonder have you crossed it? Do you know where it is? Or have you erased the line? You know what line I am talking about. The line you cross from being a watcher to actively engaging in what you have been studying. July 4th. Why do some feel your way is not the best way? Once you have connected yourself to a group that you can relate to, like family or any other type of group, 
you work hard to improve things that will benefit the group with all of the best intentions. And when you take time to be by yourself, this is when your best plans come into being. You will not be happy with being an ordinary member of the group you are a part of. No, you would like to have a superior standing or you will be 100% committed to the group as in you will do whatever needs to be done when asked. I do not know if those born on July 4th were inspired from birth to be politically or socially active slash aware because of the day in which they were born. It is the United States of America Independence Day. So maybe your parents raised you up telling you how special your birthday is and it would have been very hard for you to ignore all the celebrations and decorations symbolizing the U.S. flag everywhere because it is our country's Independence Day. Side note, this only applies to those who are U.S. citizens. I am aware some of you are not U.S. citizens. Here is a fun fact. On this day as well, the Philippines became a self-governing nation after 48 years of U.S. sovereignty. Your ability to understand and share the feelings of other peoples, even if they have not said one word as to how they feel, this ability is not unusual because many born under the sign of cancer have the same ability. But you are different from the other cancers because you know how to have impartiality. You know how to examine the situation that is being told to you and the one who is telling you what happened, feelings, also how the outcome has affected them or others in a way that allows you to have empathy for them but still look at the situation in an objective way. This is a skill that may have taken many years for you to use correctly. Because it is hard to put aside your own feelings, let alone someone else's feelings about a situation and not allow these emotions to dictate how the situation should be handled. I am referring to personal matters. How you handle other matters may be totally different. There is something different about you and you are very much aware of it. It is something you are not so keen on showing or telling others. You might share this with someone who you are intimate with, though. I am going to make a comparison between you and Clark Kent. Clark Kent has an alter ego, Superman. But unlike Clark Kent, you do not want others to see your alter ego. You suppress this side of you probably because you do not think it is of any use in public. But... I would like to know who led you to think this way or told you this. Maybe your alter ego is of little use in public. I cannot say. You are a very interesting and multiplexed person. Please try to stay away from being drawn into egotism and find good ways to handle yourself when you are angry. July 5th. You are the life of the party. Or should I say, 
you enjoy being the one who entertains the group. There are rarely dull moments around you. It is probably hard to keep you still because you are always wanting to do something. You are not the type who will sit still and do nothing. You know how to go about finding an opportunity that suits your goals, and you will pursue these opportunities. It is important you keep control over your go-get-it attitude. You may not see it now, but at some point in your life, you will. You will see that being stable is something that will be a big blessing for you. Going through the different stages of life is not easy for anyone. Maybe being a teenager is the toughest stage. I do not know. I guess some would say being an adult is the toughest stage in life. I think this is an individual perspective. Your imagination does keep you entertained and it may even help you in becoming successful in your life if you allow yourself to bring what you have been imagining to life. If you have a Monday through Friday job, you will find time to explore something you enjoy doing on the side. You know, like a hobby or a side hustle. You might be the next Steve Jobs or Albert Einstein. The problem here is if you have a partner or loved ones who have daily contact with you, they will miss you and will wonder why you have stopped being around them. Between your day job and your side hustle, finding time to hang out with your loved ones may not be possible because you are on the verge of a breakthrough in whatever you are doing. In your mind, you are doing this to increase the income of your household or something else that is beneficial. And once everything is up and running smoothly, you can then take time and be with the ones you love. But what if it takes years? You cannot get back time. Once it is gone, there is no way of going back in time. So here is something for you to think about. Why not get your loved ones involved in your hobby or side hustle? The family that works together stays together. Fingers crossed. It's important that we all find our way in this life that we are living in. Do not waste your time, gifts, or liveliness. July 6. Who said life is boring? If it is, someone forgot to tell you. I do not know if it is you or the things you do and say that keep something going on around you or with you bubbling. Getting addicted to something or someone is something that may be very easy for you to do. I am sure you are aware having an addiction is not a good thing because this means you do not have any control. This is something that usually happens to you when you are young. Your emotions are usually the suspect that causes you to get addicted to something or someone. If you get your mind set on having something, even before it is actually yours, you have claimed it as yours. This applies to anything and individuals. Breaking habits are extremely hard to do. 
But once what you have gotten yourself addicted to has revealed itself to be something you cannot have, this will be a tragic blow to you. You do not always take into consideration the possibilities of not being able to have what you desire. You tend to be an all-in person. And this is where the problem lies. When you are fully committed to something or someone and it does not work out the way you would have liked it to. You will not take this rejection or failure lightly. It might be a very long time before you can even talk about this topic or this person again. Let me put it this way. Those who know what has happened to you will know to never bring up said person or topic again without you having to tell them. You need time to heal and forgive, hopefully. You are not normally a very compromising person, but once you have become entwined into something or someone, you will start to do crazy stuff. It is like you throw out all your thoughts, likes, and dislikes completely out the window. <laughs> you stop being you because of this thing you want to keep or the person you want to keep. Now, here is the worst part. If you think liberating yourself from this thing or person will be the end of this type of behavior, you will be wrong. Something greater has to happen along with you ending a toxic relationship or toxic situation. You have to start keeping checks on yourself. Be aware of the signals when you are starting to get addicted and compromising too much. Otherwise, you will stay in this unhealthy cycle. There will always be pluses and minuses in any type of situation. It is a good idea for you to look at them all before you jump in 100%. You know yourself and if your goals involve someone else or outside things that you cannot control, this positive thing you have your eye on may have some twists and turns that you cannot prevent and if you are holding on to it with dear life, it is going to be super hard for you to let it go. But sometimes this is what must happen if you want to be healthy emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. It is so easy for you to have a fixation with something or someone. You have to be careful. This is not a good state to be in all the time. Once you understand you are placing yourself into a prison and the thing or especially the person you are fixated with may not like you being clingy or overly needy. If it is not clear, let me say it out loud, anything or anyone who you hold dear and close to your heart, you will not share them or it. But allowing freedom and openness does not mean that what you hold dear and close to your heart will not disappoint you. It is hard because situations and especially people are unpredictable. Everything could be going fine today and tomorrow something happens to throw a monkey wrench 
into your situation or the person you thought loved you states they are no longer in love with you. What does one do? How do one handle these situations in a good way without doubling down on the negativities like being possessive, jealous, clingy, or needy? Because you know you will be in a relationship again or want something again. I do not have the answers for you. I'm sorry. All I can say is to resist what comes easiest and do what is hardest, which is to resist these behaviors and do the opposite. If this is a relationship, then maybe practicing meditation and expressing your feelings and thoughts to your partner could be an option in helping you not be possessive, jealous, clingy, or needy. We are now at the end of Cancer Part 2. In my next podcast, I will be discussing Cancer Part 3, and the birth dates will be July 7th to July 12th. I hope you will return and listen to Sun Signs and their personalities with me, Noah. If you would like to contact me, my email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. It will be greatly appreciated. And I would like to say in advance, thank you. If you will leave me a tip of a dollar or whatever you have to give. My PayPal email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. All of the information that I have just given you will be located in the show notes. I hope I have given you some insight into someone or a few people. Can I dare to say have given you insight into yourself? Every day is another opportunity for all of us to learn something and understand one another as well as ourselves. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Bye for now.